0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of
1: the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good.
0: You know what I've learned today? What? That when you are recording (laughs) in close proximity to each other after eating pepperoni pizza, your wife does not enjoy garlic. No, I don't
1: like that
0: broth. Oh, so thank God for scope. Yes. (laughs) Yes. What do we have in the Disney Parks blog today?
1: Uh, We have a polar bear story for Earth Day.
0: That's right. Released on April 22nd, there is a new Disney Nature Polar Bear movie uh, that has debuted on Disney+. Plus. Um, it is streaming only on Disney+. Plus. It is not in the theaters, but it is a look at the world of polar bears. Um, and uh, this is always exciting because we- I, I enjoy Disney Nature films. Are we going to watch this one tonight? Uh, we will probably watch it within the next day or so.
1: Okay. Um, as we know, the Grand Floridians' DVC um, Villas... Have begun to open, and members and guests have more opportunities to enjoy those uh, villas.
0: That's right. They've uh, included approximately uh, 200 new resort studios, um, which are unique to this resort, and they're going to open in June of 2022. And these new villas are now on sale to members and the general public. These new resort studio accommodations feature two queen size beds and a day bed with room for up to five guests which is pretty big for a studio. It is, yeah. Uh, The fact that they have two queen-size beds, Mm -hmm. we haven't seen that since the days of Old Key West. Uh,
1: And that's really the only place we stayed for a long time because they had the two queen beds versus everywhere else had a queen or a king-size bed with a pull-out couch. That's not comfortable. I never, even to stick my you know, eight-year-olds on, it just didn't feel right.
0: Right. Now, granted, we always did stick the kids there, but it's just no one wants to sleep with that metal bar in your bed. We
1: hardly ever stayed at them. We always tried to stay at Old Key West. And now that they have the Murphy beds, um, that's better. And then these here have the two queens, which is amazing.
0: Yes, we did stay at Saratoga during uh, the pandemic, and that new Murphy-style pull-down bed was very comfortable.
1: Right, yeah. It uh, is not the
0: pull-out couch anymore. Nope. Um, So the Disney Vacation Club, if you're not aware of what it is, it is Disney's timeshare uh, property. It debuted in 1991 with I don't their know. first resort.
1: Oh, uh, their first resort was what, the Contemporary?
0: Old Key West. Oh, it the was first DVC. DVC Resort, <laughs> Thank correct. You. Um, and now they have over 250,000 member families from 50 states and approximately 100 countries cool. who are enjoying the joys of membership.
1: See what happens when you quiz me and I don't really know where you're going with something? Well,
0: let me ask you this question. Yes. Do you know what Disney's best kept secret is?
1: I do. What is it? It's DBC. It is. It's not that well a kept secret. No, it's not. Uh, the Disney Parks blog has a first look at Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond, which is supposed to be opening in summer of 2022.
0: That's right. This will be replacing Finding Nemo in the theater in the wild in the Animal Kingdom. And this is going to be an updated 25-minute show, which will include live performers and puppets. There will be many of the same production numbers and songs from Finding Nemo the Musical. And uh, that has been around since 2007.
1: Wow. Yeah, it felt much more new than that. It's,
0: it's been a while. Okay. Um, so they are reworking the show. Uh, they are now in the Marine Life Institute, and uh, the fish are going to tell Nemo's story. Okay. Because so, now that he
1: has left, right, they tell his story for from- right.
0: So, updates are coming, and that is uh, all from the Disney Parks blog. So, let's head on over to Disneyland.
1: Okay, they've got some new um, sippers there that are kind of cute.
0: That's right. As you may know, uh, they are igniting the night in California again Mm -hmm. with the debut of World of, well, not debut, well, post pandemic debut of the World of Color and the Main Street Electrical Parade. And they have debuted a whole bunch of items and food, and I thought that they were pretty interesting. So the first item is the Main Street Electrical Parade Sipper, and it is a uh, sipper uh, for sixteen twenty nine that lights up with your choice of fountain beverage, and it looks like an upside down light bulb. That's
1: the best part; is it really does look yeah. like a light
0: bulb. I mean, it even has the screw on cap yep. uh, at the end. So I, I hope no one attempts to, to screw this into a light socket.
1: Yes, that would be. Um, but silly. it does;
0: it does have a flat bottom, so you can set it down. It, it is not. You know, 100% rounded.
1: No. Okay. Um, in Disneyland, face masks are now optional on transportation.
0: That's right. Disney strongly recommends that guests wear face covering when indoors and on enclosed transportation, uh, but they are now optional. Um, and uh, that is uh, California finally catching up to Florida where they've been optional for a week or two. Okay, So now we're back into uh, some additional new snacks for the electrical uh, Main Street Electrical Parade.
1: Oh yeah, this one looks pretty cool. Um, there is a new churro that has an uh, a sweet electric, um, sprinkle dip. That's
0: right. Electric sprinkle dip is citrus buttercream frosting with sprinkles. The churro is still your standard churro,
1: and you have something um, fun to dip it but in. But it
0: is now uh, electric sprinkle dip that you can purchase for one dollar.
1: Well, it's not too bad, uh,
0: which is fun. And if you enjoy that, uh, maybe maybe beforehand you want to eat the electric relish hot dog and firefly chips.
1: I mean, the hot dog probably is fine. It's just that the relish is very kind of bright colored.
0: Yeah, you're looking at an all-beef hot dog with mustard, cheese sauce, electric relish, and sport peppers, served with mandarin oranges or a bag of chips. Uh, and then the firefly fries are corn chips topped with chili, cheddar, Monterey Jack, and jalapenos. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of like uh, what do they call it? Chili Ta- in a bag.
1: Taco and the- no, those you can do in the tacos too. Yeah. I don't remember what they call what it.
0: The Fritos.
1: Yeah, Frito pie.
0: Frito pie. There yeah. you go. Uh, there is a new Unicone. Uh, with, from the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor, which is banana, cherry, and pistachio ice cream in a white chocolate-dipped waffle cone with uh, fantasy sprinkles. That will cost you $6.79. Looks pretty good. Yes, it does. Uh, but there is a new churro. Oh, boy. And why don't you give us the details here?
1: It's the Main Street Electrical Parade churro. Um, it's called New uh, New Dreams churro, and this is available at Disneyland.
0: That's right. It is, uh, let's see, what is the description here? It is a colorful Sugar-dusted churro with fruit drizzle garnished with rainbow candies, uh, and its six seventy-five. is $6.75, and that can be found at the uh, sprinkle cart. I'm sorry, the uh, churro cart. <laughs> it would be fun if they had a sprinkle cart. It would be.
1: All right. And uh, because we're so enjoying speaking about some of the beverages and foods from Disneyland, uh, the next one here is a pineapple nightlight drink from the Red Rose Tavern.
0: That's right. This is available uh, for guests at a cost of ten ninety nine, and it is a fresh pineapple puree with Sprite and a glow cube, so it is non alcoholic.
1: Okay, it's a lot of money for a non alcoholic. It drink. is,
0: and we have another new uh, churro, oh which goodness. is called Blueberry Looks Good on You, which is a churro with blueberry cheesecake dipping sauce, and that is available in the Magic Kingdom at the Churro Cart. Okay. And our last item for food.
1: Oh, good Lord. Um, they have an electric sweet and salty popcorn.
0: That's right. That is available at uh, some at the popcorn cart. Uh, and that is a special popcorn uh, that is, well, I guess it's sweet and salty. Okay. Let's get a real description of that. Uh, it is a colorful, sweet uh, kettle corn with, combined with butter-flavored popcorn, and it is uh, multicolored. All right. So lots of new food options down there in Disneyland.
1: All right. And now at um, California Adventure, Avengers Campus is welcoming some recruits.
0: Well, no, the Welcome Recruits background music is now oh. available yeah. for streaming and purchase.
1: These stores – no, does anyone
0: care? Uh, I care because I'm probably going to buy it. It's a 12-minute oh, oh orchestral, s- orchestral suite, uh, and it is available on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube Music. <laughs> As well as I do,
1: I go into these stories thinking they're like about something that's happening at the park. No, sometimes they're just not.
0: Well, here's something that's going on in Walt Disney World. So we'll shift coasts. So all why don't right, you tell us what's happening.
1: They have extended the hours at all four Walt Disney World theme parks.
0: That's right. From May eighth through May fourteenth, the Magic Kingdom will be open from nine a.m. to eleven p.m. Um, the EPCOT will be open um, from eight thirty a.m. to nine p.m. Um, and uh, That's going to be coinciding with the previews for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, uh, which you do need a reservation for, so don't show up and think you're going to get on it. Uh, At Disney's Hollywood Studios, the park will now be open from 8.30 a.m. to 9.00 p.m., and at Animal Kingdom, they will be open from 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., May 8th through 14th, and 8.00 a.m. to 8.00 p.m. on May 15th through 19th. Uh, If you recall, if you are staying on site as a Walt Disney World Resort guest, you get into the parks a half hour before the general public.
1: Okay. Um, a guest was arrested with a gun hanging around his neck while he was ingesting a bag of chalky white substance outside of the Magic Kingdom.
0: That's right. A, uh, a guest by the name of Quincy Campbell had a gun hanging around his neck, uh, and then he pulled a plastic baggie from his pocket as he was going through uh, the security checkpoint and thrust the contents into his mouth as deputies tried to stop him. Um, he told the deputies that he swallowed a piece of gum. Uh, Mr. Campbell is 33 years old. He is from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He was charged with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, destruction of evidence, possession of cannabis. Um, So uh, two of those charges are felonies while the cannabis charge is a misdemeanor. This happened back on March 19th. uh, And he told deputies at the time he was holding onto the gun for his sister who has a concealed weapons license. But as an ex-felon, He does not himself have a gun permit. Okay. Yeah. um, Always fun times at the security checkpoint. So shady. Yeah. Sus, as the kids say. Right.
1: Um, There is a first look at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind um, at the exterior lighting in Epcot.
0: That's right. Uh, this is from the Zach Ridley Instagram account, who is our favorite. Of course, comagineer. it's about lighting. And uh, he is showing us what it looks like at night in the Zandar Pavilion. So um, he gets into the layering of light and all that stuff. Do you
1: think Zach Ridley is a lighting engineer? Because he seems obsessed with lighting. He
0: is uh, obsessed with lighting and textures
1: mm-hmm.
0: and design. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's some type of design engineer. Architect. Architectural effects or something. Who knows? I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna find Zach Ridley when we're there next week.
1: I'm gonna ask him some we're, questions. We're gonna
0: ask him questions. Some background questions. Um, but it, you know, it's a theme park. It's at night. It's, it's dramatic beautiful. lighting. Yeah. It is gorgeous. I look forward to seeing it. Um, they have a really nice picture in there of the uh, Zandarian starship uh, with Spaceship Earth and the monorail in the background. So it's a really nice uh, combination from that uh, vantage point.
1: We don't get to ride it, but I'm still excited to see it. Oh yeah, I
0: want to see the pavilion. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, Some more signs of construction are visible at the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant at Toy Story Land.
0: That's right. They have some barrier sheathing on the walls that faced Toy Story Land. And, um, you know, they moved a crane in there last month. And um, hopefully we're going to see more signs of progress as this restaurant is scheduled to open later this year. Uh, There was some bamboo there previously. I'm sure they'll put something to kind of uh, mask the building a little bit more. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Okay. Now, we talked about this earlier, um, and that is that uh, uh, Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond is going to be reopening. uh, Not reopening, but opening Opening. with a a new show. Uh, And Disney has announced that it seems like there are going to be less performers and more projection capability in this show. Okay. Um, To me, that's sad.
1: It is, because it was all puppets before.
0: Right. And every time they bring people into an experience these days... The people don't last long. Mm-hmm. They've been in the past two Epcot shows. They've, I'm sorry, uh, Animal Kingdom shows. They've gotten rid of them. It sounds like they're on their way out in the Kite Tail show. Right. So uh, if you're a, a performer in uh, Animal Kingdom, I don't know. I wouldn't. You don't uh,
1: count on that job.
0: I wouldn't make any long time plans.
1: Well, bummer. I know, right? Um, the Reimagined Top of the World Lounge is supposed to reopen soon. This is for DBC members and guests who are staying at the Bay Lake Tower at the Contemporary.
0: That's right. The Top of the World Lounge uh, is a lounge that exists on the top of Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Um, they have reimagined the space. They have not given an official opening date. They did open it earlier this year so that guests could watch the New Year's Eve fireworks. Uh, I guess that was technically last year, mm-hmm. uh, so that guests could watch fireworks from there. But then it's been closed and being worked on the entire time. So we'll see what that Has it been to.
1: open? How long has that tower been open? It doesn't uh, that, seem like it would be ready for reimagining.
0: God, that tower's been open now at least 12 years. Mm, all right. Still years, reimagining?
1: Maybe. maybe they're not going to make it an exclusive DVC thing
0: anymore. All right.
1: Some updated itineraries have been released for the July 30th and August 10th Disney Magic Sailings.
0: That's right. These uh, sailings have been modified. They will no longer be visiting St. Petersburg. As we know, there's stuff going on between uh, Russia and the Ukraine. Uh, So they will also no longer be visiting uh, Tallinn, Estonia, Helsinki, Finland, or Stockholm, Sweden. Um, So they have uh, changed the itineraries to include uh, Copenhagen, uh, Denmark, Oslo, Norway, Gothenburg, Sweden, a day at sea, Alessand, Norway, a day at sea. Frederica, Denmark, and Copenhagen, Denmark. Um, You're going to get a lot of Denmark on these cruises.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. There have been um, some slight updates to the 2022 Halloween and Very Merry um, Christmas sail dates.
0: That's right. They are now starting Halloween on the high seas as of September 12th. Um, It was not listed originally as a Halloween on the high seas sailing, um, but uh, that is the case now. And uh, very merry uh, cruisings, very maritime cruises will take place uh, beginning February 6th uh, on the Disney Fantasy uh, in their Caribbean cruise. That was not marked as a very maritime cruise, but it now is. When is uh, it? So they are updating. That is November 6th. Oh, okay. So they're updating guests that some of them, uh, you know, their cruises were not listed as very maritime cruises. But now they are. Now they are.
1: Okay. That's kind so of a nice surprise because it is. The themed um, cruises are fun,
0: and normally the themed cruises are a little more costly, so. which is
1: why they might be actually doing that is to draw some um, higher priced cruisers in. So they're not going to the people who have already booked; they're not going to increase their cost. But for the people who um, want to book right. or who are looking for a, mer- um, a very merry uh, Christmas time um, sailing, they have more to choose from now. Yes, the Disney Wish has completed its second round of sea trials.
0: That's right. Uh, They were out to sea from April 15th to 20th off of uh, Eameshaven. And, um, you know, they left on the 15th and they did a little sea trial. And to celebrate Easter, they went in a a route in the shape of the bunny.
1: Very cute. Um,
0: They did undergo a speed test uh, in some of the uh, uh, testing. They did reach a maximum speed of 23.5 knots, uh, which is pretty fast. And, um, you know, continues to make progress to their first sailing, which is in July.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Now let's shift gears and head out to Universal Studios in Hollywood.
1: All right. The Electric Trams debuted on the Universal Studios Hollywood Tour.
0: That's right. This is a bucket list thing for me. I'd love to do the Universal Studios Tour out there. Um, We didn't get a chance to do it when we were in California a few years ago. Um, These trams are kind of iconic. They take you around the uh, lot at Universal Studios, and they now have four electric trams. Uh, This is just their step towards uh, a carbon-neutral goal.
1: Awesome. And then at Universal Studios Hollywood um, as well, you can meet Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein.
0: That's right. They are strolling between Pets Place, Universal Plaza, and Parisian Street. Um, they are out there inter- intermittent times during the day. Uh, they're not usually together, um, but they have been seen uh, holding hands of late. Uh, so that, uh, oh, that's Maybe exciting. there's something
1: new going on there. Maybe. New development. All right. Um, the Jurassic World Dominion merchandise has arrived at the Universal Studios in
0: Hollywood. And that's right. Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, Dominion is going to debut later this summer, so of course we're going to get an onslaught of merchandise, and that is just hitting Universal in Florida.
1: All right. And then the FIFL's Playland, which is located in the Kid Zone, is closed for maintenance. This is at Universal Studios
0: Florida. That's right. We've mentioned before that FIFL's Playland has been undergoing some uh, minor refurbishments, but they actually had to close on the 23rd. Uh, Because there were problems with a water slide. Oh, no. So um, repairs were needed, and they were not able to open for the day. No word on how long it's going to be down uh, or how it affects uh, attendance in Fireballs Playland.
1: Okay. Uh, We talked about the Minions refillable popcorn bucket that was available at Universal Orlando. Um, That bucket is now $25.
0: That's right. If you purchased it when it was first released, at the cost of $25.99, it's now $25. So yeah. I would go back and request a $0.99 cent refund. Uh, the first fill of the bucket is free, and you can find this bucket at Popcorn Court Carts and in stores, which include super silly stuff at the exit of Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. Okay. And in a little uh, Orlando-area news.
1: Um, I, I don't know how you – Bad Bunny is all I've ever heard them referred to as. Um, Bad Bunny has a wax figure that's coming to Madame Tussauds.
0: That's right. Bad Bunny was in Times Square, uh, the uh, Madame Tussauds location in Times Square recently, where two wax figures debuted. Okay. One of them will stay in the Times Square Wax Museum, Mm -hmm. and one of them will go to the Orlando uh, Madame Tussauds Museum. Um, bad Bunny is apparently very popular. I don't understand Bad Bunnies. We own a bunny.
1: Um, <laughs> he's not, he's, he can be pretty bad. He
0: has been bad on occasion. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is the latest uh, addition to uh, Madame Tussauds. Okay. Which is always a nice side trip in Orlando.
1: It can be fun, yeah. Um,
0: Icon Park, which has gotten some bad press recently because of the death on their... Um, free fall ride recently um but madame tussauds is there they have uh the icon wheel which Mm -hmm. is the giant ferris wheel they have the swing swing ride they have a slingshot and they have an aquarium so you know you can't do disney all the time right um and it's just it's it's nice afternoon or evening yeah
1: uh, yeah you do a day at the pool and an evening over um at icon park
0: exactly do you have any parting words i do not all right then we hope everybody has a good couple of days and until wednesday i'm tony and i'm cheryl and you've been listening to the disney drive time podcast